This is Life Lessons, the Gintama Manga Cast, episode 51. I'm your host, Colton, and we are a podcast dedicated to not only discussing Gintama, but through the manga as uh, was released by Viz Media in English. And uh, joining me for this episode is uh, a very special guest, not Doctor this time. Uh, we're going to give him a break. You'll probably hear him next episode. But for now, I have a very special guest, another YouTube uh uh, Gintama YouTube star Jess from Jess Reviews. Hi guys. Hi Jess. It's so nice to have you on the show. This is totally our first time talking, isn't it? Definitely. Definitely <laughs> didn't 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 have to re-record a thing at all. Who said that? Nobody said that. Get out Four of here. Four months later. <laughs> <laughs> nope, never. Uh, so Jess, I'm sure I've probably I don't even remember. I'm sure I've mentioned you on the show in passing once or twice but um just in case our listeners don't know uh why the hell do i have you on i don't even know just to talk about gintama because obviously gintama is the only thing that matters in life no n- nothing else matters <laughs> no other anime or manga can even compare <laughs> um but yeah like i said you're definitely uh i think kind of in the same vein as uh king recon who i haven't on the sh- haven't had on the show in a while um you know, you also like to uh, review anime and manga when when you can. Mostly Gintama. Mostly Gintama. I've mentally started calling my uh, YouTube channel Gintama and some other stuff. M- maybe <laughs> maybe Hunter Hunter when that's actually you know running. Yeah, but hiatus. Yeah, can't believe that guy came back for <laughs> ten chapters. You know, everybody was joking about that, and I didn't want to believe it. Because I haven't been into Hunter Hunter for that long, so I didn't believe anybody when they joked about that. But uh, unfortunately, those jokes came true, and he came back for maybe like a volume's worth of material. Yeah, that was my first time uh, getting the hiatus as well. So uh, that was that was really annoying because I was actually getting really <laughs> getting into, into it. It yeah. was finally getting underway. But, yeah, no. uh, but whatever. This podcast isn't about Hunter Hunter or anything else, just just Gintama. So I know you haven't been into Gintama for super long. I don't even think it's been a year yet, has it? Not even a year. It was early January. Like in the midst of all the uh, Shogun assassination stuff, that was when I started watching. Oh, wow. And then I finished in about three months. Like the day that the last episode of the anime came out. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of had the same experience. I think I got in the Gintama around the time the 2011-2012 season was airing. Mm-hmm. And I caught up to it right around the time 252 aired, I think like the week of that episode. And then, yeah. and then I finished watching and I was like, well, what now? I don't want to watch <laughs> anything else. I guess I'll watch Sket Dance. And then that happened. Uh, everybody should really go read and watch Sket Dance. Actually, I would be kind of uh, off topic. I would actually really like to see your thoughts on Skep Dance if you ever get to that. I definitely want to. It's pretty high on my uh, to-watch-in-the-future list, so maybe within a year, hopefully. In my in my <laughs> opinion, some of like the best payoff I've ever seen in manga, honestly. it's Really? Yeah, I, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I think I read the last volume of Skep Dance, and I think, like... By the time I had like three chapters left, I was already like crying and applauding because I was I was like <laughs> I was really super impressed with like how emotionally cathartic that was. I I even awesome. I even bought the last volume in Japanese because I re- I wanted to own it somehow. That's the, like that that's that's how you know something really gets to me is when I when I want to physically own it. Yeah, Look at, looking at it on my shelf right now, it looks beautiful. <laughs> um, but anyway, so 
I'm I'm kind of curious. Just just to, another, I guess, off topic thing. Where how long have you been a fan of anime and manga? I guess before Gintama, because because I get the feeling that you haven't been watching anime for too long. Not very long at all. Um, I remember that in high school. So like maybe around 2013, I watched Italia just because I'm a history geek. So ah, I liked yes. all the idea of the stupid personified countries. And that was just on and off. But um, where it really started was the very end of senior year of high school. That was that we uh, 2014, like in June, like around graduation time, I watched Death Note. Ah, and that's kind of where it all took off. And then <laughs> I kept just watching more and more stuff after that. <laughs> so barely, a, almost a, two and a half years now. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, Death Note's a good choice. I'm I'm a pretty big fan of Death Note myself. Um, I need to reread that at some point, actually. So, on this episode of Life Lessons, uh, episode 51, we're going to be talking about uh, chapter 75 of the manga, The More You're Alike, The More You Fight. Uh, we also have a uh, Life Lessons segment right afterwards. Um, um, we we kind of gave it away. I'm, I'm sort of re-recording this intro. Um, for reasons. So, uh, when you listen to, uh, when you listen to the manga recap, I am going to be, uh, making an impromptu decision to not do the anime manga recap because, uh, uh, this episode of the anime was really straightforward and there was like one thing that really stood out to me in the anime episode that I didn't think was really worth giving an entire segment to. So there won't be an anime manga comparison segment for this episode. That'll probably return, uh, next time. Uh, so. Yep, there you go. And I think the only thing I really want to talk about before we get on to the show proper. Um, so, Jess, uh, I talked about this with Doctor, I think, on the last episode. Uh, so it's not really anything new, but I am kind of interested on your thoughts on this in particular. Um, so we kind of talked about last episode how from the casting decisions that, that they've made for the Gintama live action movie, it seems like uh, the Kiatai uh and Nizo are going to be characters in the live action movie so i think it's like 99.9% confirmed that this is probably going to be another Benizakura retelling um yeah, most likely probably what round is it Benizakura round 4 i think <laughs> yeah four times we've seen Benizakura probably uh so do you have any thoughts on this in particular cuz and i talked about this last episode so i'll be brief personally i'm I don't know how I feel about getting another Benny Zakra retelling. I actually, I feel like I would have preferred the live action movie kind of be its own thing. But I guess, you know, you got to have your action sequences in there somehow. Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of would have liked to see something different. Most not because I dislike Benny Zakra, but just because that we've gotten it quite a few times already. But, um, like, I just, I think it makes sense that they pick Benny Zakra just because it's pretty iconic at this point. And it's... Yeah. Really, the only way that you can go into any plot stuff without any prior context, I think. Because yeah. if you want to deal with any later stuff, that's obviously impossible because you need the build up from previous things. But it's really the only one that is feasible in a sense. Actually, I feel like maybe the one other arc they could have maybe done a live action uh, adaption of maybe would have been the Shinsugumi Crisis arc, maybe. Possibly. And I would have loved to see that because. Shinsugumi Crisis is to this day one of my favorites, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I like that arc too a lot. Um, but 
I think maybe that could have been a feasible option, but yeah, I'm I'm yeah. kind of I'm kind of hard pressed to really think of any other quote unquote serious arc that they could have uh, that they could have adapted, like you said, without any like prior context. So mm-hmm. Benny Zucker, I guess, makes sense. But um, we also brought up this idea last time, last episode about how because uh, Genga is going to be a character in the movie. Yes, and uh, me and Doc were kind of wondering if like maybe they're going to pull a pull a Batman the Killing Joke where they're going to maybe dedicate a portion to the movie to maybe telling uh, Gengai's story about how he first encounters Takasugi at, uh, okay. at at the festival and whatnot. And maybe that's how we get introduced to Takasugi in the movie before they get on to Benny Zakra. I would like that, actually. That's one of my favorite early episodes. So that would be a uh, pretty cool, I think. Yeah. Um, on a, and I won't go into this too much, but kind of with with a lot of the recent manga going on, I'm I'm uh, that that episode's <laughs> kind of becoming one of my favorites too. I mean, I I already liked it well enough, but man, I really wish I could talk about current manga because man, <laughs> it's been really good. I haven't read the most recent chapter yet, but I know vaguely. I know vaguely what happens. Six oh nine. Honestly, I think it's pretty amazing. It's probably one of my favorite chapters of the year so far. <laughs> it's so good. They bring back like three things that I never thought they'd bring back and it yes. all works. <laughs> it's amazing. What I, what I was expecting was like a soy like a soy sauce cannon joke, but we got a bit more than that. <laughs> it still it still needs to be brought back at some point. Yeah. Um but anyway, so um I think I think that's about it for anything uh uh, anything before the episode house cleaning sure i can't think of words uh so why don't we just get right on to the episode This is the manga recap for chapter 75. The more you're alike, the more you fight. And um, we, ba- we basically start off on the first page here. And um, we basically see three random samurai guys basically cursing the Shinsengumi for arresting their uh, their brethren. And uh, they're basically in their hideout talking about what Katsura and Takasugi are up to. Uh, apparently they, uh, they left Edo to basically escape the Shinsengumi and commenting on how how cowardly they are and you know what 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 do they do to help our country and all that stuff so yeah they're they're also uh anti-foreigner rebel patriot samurai there i know there's like some mouthful of a uh, of a term translated for the i just i just call them rebels because that's shorter (laughs) or patriots one of the two i think it works um and they're basically just talking amongst themselves going over their plan and uh, one of them's like, oh, you know, with with with, Ta- with Katsura and Takasugi out of the way, basically, you know, this could be a good opportunity for us. You know, we could we we could take over. We could uh, we could take over the streets as uh, 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 you know, we the three Parko brothers. You know, because we're important. But one of them's like, hey, but um, you know, do, do you really think we can we can take care of the Shinsegumi? And one of them's like, hell yeah. You know what? What are they? Oh, are they an a, a elite police force? Uh, they're they're just a bunch of samurai. All they all they ever do is, you know, uh, follow orders and all that stuff. You know, they're nothing. If we take out Hichikata here, the brains of the Shinsengumi, uh, you know, they'll they'll just fall apart. 
And um, I appreciate that they have a photo of uh, Hijikata with uh, Okita in the background. background. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah, that's that's a great visual gag. Um, But then we have our um, kind of rare, but I mean, it's not really rare, but it's not exactly very reoccurring uh, title page. We don't usually get a lot of these um, with uh, Hijikata and Gin uh, kicking each other in the moonlight moonlight with the background on fire. (laughs) Yeah. I think I think this is pretty cool. What do you think? I agree. I like it a lot. What's fun for me about this chapter, actually, is that a lot of the time, prior to this point, I think, most of what we've seen of Gin and Hijikata would be them like within their respective groups. I think this is one of the earlier examples of it's just the two of them getting a chapter focused entirely on themselves. Actually, that's a good point. I, um, I never really thought about it like that. Yeah, you are kind of right. Usually, like... Yeah, when they when they have to confront each other, yeah, they like Hijikata's with the Shinzagumi and Gin Gin is usually with, you know, the other two and all that. So, yeah, actually I I didn't think about that. Yeah, this is kind of their first chapter just alone, just the two of them. Uh, you know, make make that what you make that of what you will, <laughs> uh all the Fujoshi listening. Uh so so anyway, we we get started with the chapter and um essentially Hijikata is just eating at the usual place. And he and he asks for the usual, and uh, he's just kind of uh, conversing with the um, well, with with the people running the uh, running the diner. Uh, the owner's wife being like, "Oh, this is the first time I've seen you out of uniform." And uh, Hijikata explains that um that he has an off day today. He's he's not working today. And you know when you're when you're single, it's uh, it's hard to find things to do. Boy, do I know it. <laughs> I'm single as well. So. Oh, good. That's that's cool. You, you could suffer with me. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we, we got a quack, a quack, oops, uh, a crack about, uh, you know, you know, uh, being like, hey, you know, it's better than having a wife. Am I right? <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Am I right? <laughs> Women. Um, this guy's the best. But uh, we we have one of the uh, Parko brothers introduced earlier sitting by Hijikata and uh, basically comments on how totally off guard he is. And then uh, continue on the next page for us, Jess. All right, here we go. There's not terribly much to discuss, but of course, it's our uh, the long-running gag that we will be seeing plenty more times in the future of uh, Gin and Hijikata's respective uh, their special meals, I guess you could say, the Hijikata special and the uh, Gintoki bowl, of course. One thing that I found particularly amusing about this would be the look of sheer horror that we see on uh, the uh, one of the Parko brothers' face. That he's like he's like getting ready. To kill Hijikata. He's all pumped, but simply at the very sight of the mayonnaise on the rice, he is completely struck, <laughs> unable to do anything more. <laughs> Just because it's apparently that horrific to him. I mean, to be fair, like that is that is a shit ton of mayonnaise. That and is I don't, very true. I, I would not. I, I, don't, enjoy. I don't think I would ever eat that much mayonnaise by myself in my entire life. <laughs> no, definitely not. But okay, next page. Let's see. And again, you begin to feel kind of bad for the poor guy because you realize <laughs> that now he's about to just be caught in between Gintoki and Hijikata for the rest of this scene. And you know that it's not going to be good for him at all. Um, kind of just like talking about their respective meals back and forth, back and forth. What's funny about this is that a few weeks ago, just two or three weeks ago, a couple of friends and I, we went, we got to go to this like a Japanese restaurant and I actually tried the, uh, 
red bean paste sort of thing, and it's actually very good. Mm, Okay. I don't know whether, I don't think it would really taste very good on rice, but if I were given a choice between uh, gintokis and hijikatas, I'd probably go for gintokis. What do you think you would pick? (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, I don't have anything against mayonnaise like most people, but like, I can't really like, I can't really dog on hijikata too much because like, I put honey mustard on my rice, so, um, but I, I mean, hey, do, hey, do you, bud, but I, I would, I don't know, like, I, I've never had, um, I've never had bean paste before, so, yeah. um, if, if it's as good as you say, I mean, I'm, like, I, I can kind of relate to Gintoki, I'm a bit of a sweet tooth myself, so, I don't know, maybe I'd like it. Yeah, like, it works in a dessert context, I just... Don't know yeah. if it would work with rice, like he says. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it would work as like a main entree, you know. True. Um, In moderation. <laughs> not, not having tried bean paste, I'd probably go with hijikata's dish, uh, uh with, with, with like ninety percent less mayonnaise. <laughs> then it might be okay. Then it might be okay. Yeah, then it might be okay. But yeah, essentially, like, like, like you said, Jess, they're kind of just arguing back and forth, yeah. and. The the joke here is that every time they uh like they they keep trying to like coerce this Parco brother into uh into trying out their dish and like <laughs> of course he wants none of that. <laughs> I like the joke where like they they end their um they end their statements with right buddy yep right buddy <laughs> <laughs> hey my my dish is great too right buddy but uh, anyway yeah like you said they were they're just kind of going back and forth and um. They continue their conversation on the next page with Gin being like, "Oh well, you know, I y- 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 you can't compare your your dog food to to my ultra special Gintoki bowl, <laughs> you know." And Gin goes on about uh, about General Sandwich, uh, who believed it was a waste of time to eat dinner and dessert separately. Um, and the Parker brother is like, "None of this has anything to do with sandwiches. What are you talking about?" <laughs> and um, and then Hijikata's like, "Oh yeah, well." Um, well, my dish was created by a general Barbrosa, who who also who believed that that it took too much time to eat dinner and mayonnaise separately, at which the uh, Parker brothers like, um, who are these guys and like who ate who eats mayonnaise by themselves? Like that doesn't make any sense. That's disgusting. Um, and basically, uh, Gin's like, there's only one way to settle this. We need a neutral party, essentially, right, buddy? And uh, basically, yeah, like. They're just both like, hey, like we, we, yeah, we, we, we need, we need an objective opinion, <laughs> and um, they basically force their dishes onto the Parker brother off screen as the, as the other two brothers, kind of watching in the background, are like horrified, <laughs> and um, uh, some time passes. The two uh, two Parker brothers uh, come out with their uh, with their third brother, um, pro- pass out at this point out of the diner. And they're both basically just like, man, uh, we didn't, we didn't plan on this. Uh, who was our gray haired guy? Uh, who cares? Um, it, it's your turn, Jiro. Don't, don't blow it. I believe in you. Um, and Hichikata's just kind of walking around and he's like, man, I feel really sick. Why, why, why did I have to run into that asshole on my day off? Like, this is turning, <laughs> this is turning out to be a pretty shitty day. Um, and, uh, he, he sees, um, he, he kind of walks by the movie theater. Uh, which is apparently playing uh, My Neighbor Pedro. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, Kijikata at first is like, man, I, I did want to catch a movie, but ah, this looks like a kid's movie. Uh, this is probably going to be stupid. You know, <laughs> probably, pro- probably on the level of uh, Ice Age 51. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so 
trailer about this morning. We're just like, why? You know, just on a tangent real quick. Um, I think I've probably seen the same trailer for 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 Ice Age 4 and The Secret Life of Pets like 10 times at this point. Yeah. And I'm and I'm kind of sick of seeing those movies. I don't know if they'll be any good or not. I mean, I think we can all agree that Ice Age 4 is probably going to be objectively is what it is, but which which number is this one? I don't even know. I've kind of lost track. I lost track after 3. <laughs> no, yeah, there, there's, there's, it's, it's the fourth one. Oh, okay, it's the fourth one. Gotcha. Well, either, either that or the <laughs> fifth one, actually. Exactly, um, you lose track. It's, it's, it's got to be four or five. Yeah. I don't, I don't care enough to look it up, but no. yeah, I'm getting kind of sick and tired of seeing the same trailers for the same kids' movies all the time. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. But anyway, so Hijikata not really believing in this movie. Uh, you know, we 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 cut to um cut to a girl uh, begging begging Pedro to lend him lend him his strength. My her sister Oshizu, <laughs> she's lost and she might be scared and she doesn't know what to do. And uh, what's going on after that, Jess? What's going to happen after that? Cut to the next page and we get to see Pedro, of course, and we get a prime example of uh, Gintama ruining children's movies one time one at a time. <laughs> when we get because of course it's my neighbor Totoro. But uh, and 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 Pedro is just just a like a, a very chubby cop in sunglasses and his underwear. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> who's about to get his phone cut off? Apparently, or no, he did get his phone service cut off. Poor guy. Yeah, it's pretty good. And Hijikata, he's crying. He's very emotionally invested in all of this. Yeah, this is very similar <laughs> to um, to the Umi Bozu arc when he was crying at at the end of um, Aliens vs Yakuza. Yes. <laughs> There's something uh, different um, on the. This is a kids movie that speaks to adults too. In the um, in the anime, the way that they translated with it was this is it speaks to adults, but it's also it's not just a kids movie. It's a movie that adults should see as well. A translation, <laughs> a translation that I found a little bit funnier in the anime actually. Yeah, that's fair. And then of course we of course pan to Gintoki again after we are. Right after another Parker brother is about to try and take Ijikata out, Gintoki ruins the moment again, complaining about how he can't see the movie, can't understand what's going on in the movie anymore because you're because Hijikata was crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Hijikata, I I missed what P- uh, Pedro <laughs> said about his doorbell. That was an important plot point. How am I supposed to? <laughs> how am I supposed to write my review later? <laughs> Got to pay attention to these things. I know, like that that could, that could be important. Like twenty minutes later. Yep. Also, I I I just noticed this now. I remember Gin also crying at the movie, yes. but I think I th- I think that was also just an anime thing too. So that's kind of weird. Yep. And we got to I like it made the transition into the next page where they just like flip the switch from carrying onto the movie onto attacking each other, just like without any thought whatsoever to what's going on. It made the switch a little bit more dramatic because we got. We got the voice acting as well of Gintoki sobbing through all of this as well. And then, <laughs> boom, now they're just going to go at each other's throats for another page. Yeah, basically, Hichikata making fun of Gintoki and being like, oh, look at all the shit you eat. The samurai don't eat that. <laughs> S- samurai don't eat popcorn. Frivolous food such as popcorn. <laughs> Hichikata's the best. Uh, <laughs> I take offense to that. Popcorn is delicious. I'm sorry, Hijikata, but see, it's funny. I actually, I actually don't eat a lot of popcorn too much anymore. I love popcorn. It's mostly because it gets stuck in my teeth. That is true. It it, it gets annoying in that respect. But yeah, what 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 what, what does your fight turn into? Almost it gets carried out into basically the rest of the audience. 
Yeah, like, I noticed one guy is, like, pull, pulling up his sleeves, like, finally a like fight! they're all ready to go. They're, they're instigating an entire movie-length fight over this. <sighs> yeah, that's that's pretty ridiculous. Um, but um, as we see on the next page, you know, a- a- as the audience is getting upset with Gin and Hichikata not shutting the hell up during the movie, <laughs> um, Gin is like, uh, hey, who are you losers watching a m- kid's movie in the middle of the day? Go to work. <laughs> uh, at least that's what this guy in the hat says. Yep. And then Hichikata's like, oh, well, either that or, y- well, you better come up here and fight me. He said that too. And <laughs> Parker Brother is just like, um, I didn't say any of that. Please don't hurt me. And uh, essentially, uh, the audience uh, breaks out in a fight. Everybody's getting kicked. And I, I, I enjoy Gintoki uh, trying to kick people in the background there. <laughs> yeah. And basically, Jiro, the other Parko brother currently, decides that uh, this is his chance to take out Hichikata in the, uh, in the confusion. Mm-hmm. But um, we, we kind of see sort of off screen. I thought this was kind of weird. These transitions of uh, transitionary panels where we see a giant hand grabbed yes. the back of Jiro's head and his hat just kind of flies off. And then he, and then he suddenly launched into the, uh, into the theater screen. Yeah. Um, which I thought was, was almost kind of weird. I, I can't really explain why the, if, if I had Josh on, he'd probably be able to explain why this transition is a little wonky, a lot better than I could. But um, I thought. It definitely does look a little bit strange. I don't, I'm not speaking technically at all, but. I don't know, it seems like there's a lot on one side of the page, then another panel feels kind of empty in comparison, something like that. You know what, actually, I think it is. I think it's the fact that, like, it's, it's like, implied that Jiro is thrown into the movie screen yeah. in, in, the, in the middle panel there with his hat flying off. So it, that's, that's kind of weird how they don't actually show him being thrown. Yeah, where the hat flying off could be anything, essentially. Yeah, so, I mean... It's it, it, it to be fair, it's a bit of a nitpicky thing, but yeah. I just thought that was kind of interesting. So, essentially, uh, silence falls, and um, we we have Hedero, uh, b- b- behind Gin and Hichikata going, "Hey guys, uh, shut up and watch the movie." <laughs> Which I feel like Hedoro probably probably wouldn't say "shut up." Like I Agreed. feel like I feel like that's not his. I real thought that was very weird that they used that translation. Because like, I, I feel like, um, I mean, as, as much Japanese as I have forgotten over the years since my last <laughs> Japanese class, I can I, I can listen to Hidoro speak and tell that he, he speaks very politely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, if it had been something more of like a let's be quiet, enjoy the movie, that would make so much, it would be so much more in character for him to say something like that. Yeah, something like, hey, please be quiet and yeah. all that, yeah. So I thought I thought that was a bit of a weird uh, liberty with the translation, considering his character. But um, I like the panel itself a lot, though. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, it looks very nicely drawn. <laughs> but uh, so we have Jiro still still plastered into the movie screen. <laughs> I guess no one's gonna help him. And um, we get the end of the movie, and um, everybody in the theater is crying except for Hidoro. I'm assuming he's crying on the inside, probably. And everybody just being like, "Oh my god, that 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 movie was so beautiful." It's just, it's pretty good. Uh, it's kind of, kind of how I felt at the end of Finding Dory. <laughs> that was a good movie. It was I very good. It was a very good movie. I also find it kind of funny how, like, they're all sitting, like, samurai style. Yes! <laughs> and it's, like, all in- perfectly. I- I'm-, I'm sure Hetero was probably behind that. 
yeah, like they're all sitting on their knees, and I, I thought that was that was a weird thing. But anyway, so uh, what happens on the next page? Next page, we have two Parco brothers down, essentially, cursing uh, Hijikata and the gray-haired guy. Something that I actually personally wonder all of this is what how these guys would react if they knew who Gintoki was, of course, for his involvement with uh, Katsura and Takasugi in the past, because they talk, they reference the other uh, rebel, the other Joey leaders earlier on in the chapter. And if only they knew who this guy actually was. I don't know. It's the interesting point of speculation there. Yeah, that 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 is kind of true. Like, I, I guess I'm not really surprised that there are people who know who the uh, white knight, white demon, Shuriyasha, whatever you yeah. want to call him. Uh, I'm surprised that there. Are, I guess I'm not surprised that there are people who know of. I I, I guess know of the of of that legend quote unquote but they yeah. they they it's pot it's very possible yeah they don't know who it was mm-hmm. yeah so i'm I'm not i'm not too surprised by that yeah but that 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 is kind of interesting i didn't think about it like that it's not surprising it's just like if only they did know who they were actually dealing with right now yeah but, exactly um as for the rest of the page jikata is of course now very distressed at the fact that he has run into gintoki twice in a single day which is probably enough to wear many people out, honestly. I'm not, I can't blame him for that yeah. <laughs> as much as I love Ginjoki. And so he initially thinks that what he wants to do, he wants to go take a hot bath, but of course Ginjoki's going to be thinking the same thing, so he doesn't want to do that. So he's got to try to do a double bluff. But then on the next page, of course we know exactly what's going to be coming next anyway, that Gintoki and Hijikata end up in the same place again. And uh, one thing about the anime... I liked in about the scene in general. I think that the voice acting sort of really stood out for me in this scene. I don't know. I, I was, it's it's always it's always solid, but it was something that I really did enjoy when I got to uh, rewatch it. I think As for the panel, there's not that much. Yeah, I um, th- there there weren't any like standout lines or performances, but I think overall the uh, the performance as always was very good. Yeah. Um, but but basically the point of the page is that. Gin was basically thinking the same yes. thing, trying to think about how to outwit Hijikata. Um, so uh, that kind of sucks. They, they basically, like you said, end up in the same place. They both end up at the spa. And uh, they're basically trying to convince each other to, you know, to leave, to mm-hmm. leave them alone. And um, th- this also gets into an, a very a, um, a very reoccurring complaint I kind of have with the manga is that sometimes it's very hard to tell who's talking. Yes, that is true. Especially with these, like, very, uh, um, uh, Sukomi Boke kind of, like, mm-hmm. arguments where it's like, hey, you, hey, you're stupid. Oh, well, actually, no, what you said is stupid and yeah. all that. Like, the very back and forth kind of arguments and Especially kind of stuff. Especially when they have the, uh, speech bubbles that are, that they're not just like the circles with the little arrows on them. They're kind of just, like, exploding in all directions. Those are, uh, very, those are very difficult to tell sometimes. Yeah, so... I'm assuming Hijikata is like, "Hey, man, you know we're 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 just we're just gonna start." Oh no, wait, no, actually, that that is Gin, okay? Because because the because the speech bubble again, the speech bubble underneath is pointing to Hijikata, okay? So it's yeah. Gin here talking at first, saying, "Hey, y- y- you know what, buddy? We're you know we're just gonna start arguing again." So so I propose a very mature idea that <laughs> uh, may- maybe we should try not to spend too much time together. And Hichikata's like, I agree, so get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Basically, it's arguing back and forth like they are 12-year-olds. It's quite funny. Yeah, essentially. 
But uh, yeah, they just keep arguing back and forth about who's, who should leave and whatnot. And I love how, like, there are people, like, leaving the spa being like, man, this is, this is kind of a, a man, like, you, you just ruined my day. Thanks, guys. <laughs> like, they all look really sad. It's really like funny. It's a common trend whenever, like, the main cast goes anywhere. It's just, like, a lot of people just, like, clear out of the area because they just don't want to have to deal with these people at all. <laughs> I, I would, I don't blame them. No, um, I just, I've, I've been in saunas before where like you know i'm tr- i'm trying to relax with my friend mm-hmm. and then like i mean like it's not it's not as annoying as this but like i've had you know i just want i just want to enjoy a, qu- a quiet time in the sauna after working out but they got this one guy who just want to talk up a storm and i'm just like yeah yep. yeah being like <laughs> hey get the hit please stop talking <laughs> man i'm very antisocial when i get into the sauna cuz i'm I just like man um i mean again it's not not as not as annoying as this where it's just like complete arguing back and forth it just ruins the mood that is difficult to top though (laughs) yeah but essentially we have the last parker brother um just you know commenting on their foolishness and how identical they are to each other and uh to you know go on arguing to their graves as uh as he (laughs) walks outside this uh walks outside the sauna and uh basically chains the door yep and uh, um, I don't know if his towel's too short <laughs> or if he's just, like, really well endowed, but yeah. um, good on you, that. bud. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost down to his knees, which is uh, very strange. I don't think he'd be able to use that. Like, that's kind of, that's, that's like, that's, like, scary at that point. Um, but anyway, so, you know, we, uh, we cut back to Hichikata and Gin, who are very, very sweaty at this point. Um. Again, uh, I'm sure I'm sure all the women like that. And um, basically, Hichikata is like, you know what? Enough of this. Like you, you're sweating so much. You were gonna die of dehydration. You know, I can handle it, but uh, you should get out of here. And Gin's like, what do you say? And I, I, your your smile's twitching. I think you need some water. <laughs> I think you need to leave. No, I think you need to leave, and so on and so forth. But anyway, so. It gets to a point where Gin's like, hey, well, you know what? Uh, I'm going to make it hotter. It, it feels kind of cold in here. And as he pours water over the coals and the Parko brother outside being like, um, they pr- you probably shouldn't make it any hotter in there. You're actually going to die as Hichikata <laughs> pours an entire bucket of water over over the coals. And they they just go to extreme lengths at this point to just like outdo each other. Yep. Where Gin is just like uh just sitting relaxed all relaxed like ha this uh, yeah this feels good. I I love it. <laughs> and Hichikata like probably killing himself more by like doing push-ups <laughs> trying trying to prove something to himself. <laughs> and then Gin getting to the point where like he's talking to a bucket and he thinks it's Hichikata. <laughs> It, it, it kind of reminds me of the time in um, in the um, in the uh, what was it in chapter? I want to say it was chapter seventeen where um, where they're they're watching the uh, the cherry blossom petals and Gin and Hijikata try to fight drunk and oh, Gin gosh. Gin cuts a tree and he's like <laughs> take that. <laughs> um, it's pretty good. And then you know the Parker brother is like who who is that guy talking to and. Hichikata is trying to smoke a ladle, and that's not how that works. <laughs> um, so they're both basically losing it. And then essentially, what happens on the next page? Next page, things are coming to a head, I guess you could say. That uh, they're all, they're getting further and further into their uh, hallucinations, and they 
stakes are getting a little bit higher, I guess you could say. If we're going to take this, if we're going to try and take this situation somewhat seriously instead of just laughing at these idiots. But, um, <laughs> Gintoki tries to, uh, bribe Hijikata into giving up by giving him, uh, just 3,000 yen. Which, to my understanding, is what? Oh, like that, oh, 20, actually, that's. Dollars? Actually, actually, that's kind of weird. I didn't notice that. There is an extra zero there because I think the joke is, oh, I'll give you 300 yen. Yeah, yeah, I saw, I've, I've seen 300 as well. I'm not sure which is actually. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's 300 yen okay. because well, that, that is. is actually even funnier because that's like nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, what, three cents or something? Probably less than that. Yeah, it's um, not much. No, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 300 yen because yeah. that that's like a recurring joke throughout the anime, especially. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I think that might be a typo. Yeah, I I didn't notice that. <laughs> I think I'll sell my pride for lunch money. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I don't think Gintoki has 3,000 yen. Probably not. M- maybe sometimes if he wants to play pachinko. <laughs> but then he'll waste it on the pachinko immediately. So it's not. It won't last long. It's funny because Sirachi has confirmed in one of his question corners that Gintoki sometimes has money. But then he just goes and squanders it all very quickly. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> then we go back to the Parko brother outside. They're incredibly stupid, and yet somehow I can't hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Watching this, what he thinks of is comparing it to uh, their... Uh, rebellion against the government they're risking their lives for whatever this is maybe we aren't so <laughs> different after and i'm just like what are you saying yes just just like just like our mission to get rid of all the amanto whatever this is it, it's just like that i can feel it of course oh boy <laughs> then um at the end of this page and um into the next one we got a uh, gintoki sort of praising Hijikata for um, how far he's been willing to go, and he sort of yeah, basically gives in, or so we think, at least for the moment, telling him to uh, say goodbye to Kagura and Shinpachi for him, and it's just like, oh no, he's gonna die, but of course, that's obviously not true. And Hijikata... I, I, I mean, h- how do you know, Jess? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a gut feeling, you know? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll bet you 300 yen that you're wrong. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I'll accept the 300 yen in the mail. Go for it. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, but then um, Chigata turns around. He's going to try and help Gintoki out. And it's just like, oh, they're start- finally starting to understand each other. And of course, back at the Parker brother, <laughs> men, this, this the courageous, I can't kill them because they're doing this stupid nonsense. They're, they're just, they're just, they're just so manly. I, I can't kill them. <laughs> um, so on the next page, he decides to unchain the door and barge into the room st- still with his uh his uh <laughs> his uh his johnson hanging out um being like hey guys get out of here i'll save you and then again uh turning out not to be dead damn it jess i i owe you 300 yen um <laughs> tries to kick hichikata from behind but hichikata basically knows what uh basically saw that move coming from a mile away and grabs Gintoki by the neck and, like, <laughs> shoves him outside of the sauna room and into the Parko brother. And uh, they slide out. And basically, uh, as Gin is, like, lying there, grabbing his head because it hurts, uh, Hijikata's like, I guess it was a draw. And uh, Gin's <laughs> like, um, you totally got out of there first. And uh, they just keep arguing about who got out first. And then uh, they see the uh, now conscious last Parko brother on the floor and they're like um who's this guy <laughs> and uh that's the end of the chapter and there we go 
Um, so Jess, um, do you have any thoughts on the chapter as a whole? On the chapter as a whole, sort of what I said at the beginning about how this is Gin and Hijikata's, one of their first, just the two of them interactions and sort of just like, it sets the stage for a lot, I guess, of how their relationship is for most of the series, essentially how they're constantly just going at each other's throats, but at the same time, how they kind of do work together well, sort of, if they if they were to try, you know. Yeah, I um I I think I think in a sense you you could argue that like 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 you like you pointed out with this being their first chapter together, you know, just the two of them, you could argue that this is kind of I mean, yeah, in like when you first read this chapter or, you know, watch this episode of the anime, you just think, oh, it's, it's funny. They don't get along. It's like, it's like a sitcom. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Everything's funny. They're so petty. But like, <laughs> when you, when you look at this in retrospect, you can, I feel like you could argue that this is kind of the start of their, this is, this is the beginning of their journey uh, to kind of understanding each other and how they kind of work a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, this this is this is I guess in a weird way you could consider this this their first like real this like their real first time bonding kind of I guess <laughs> it's it's a little odd. Beautiful start, not really. <laughs> I mean, yeah, c- c- considering where their relationship goes by the end of things, I yeah, in, in retrospect, this is kind of interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, definitely the first time I watched this in the anime, I was just kind of like, man, this is funny. And I mean, like, not, not that it's like meant to be deep or anything, but, 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 but in retrospect, it is, it is a lot more interesting kind of seeing where their relationship starts. Yeah. Not everything needs to be deep either. So, especially in something, especially in something like Gintama. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I, I feel like a lot of different moments in Gintama aren't like necessarily deep until until you do something like this podcast where you look at all this stuff back in retrospect like i i think it was um what episode of the podcast was it i think it was episode 45 of the podcast when we when me and josh dunham covered uh the myra 13 chapter yeah um like a part of the reason I like doing this podcast and looking at the manga like i mean this is kind of my first time through the manga honestly Mm -hmm. um but you know, I've seen all of the anime, so I, I know what events are coming up. So yeah. it's fun. It's fun to it's fun to read the manga for the first time, but also getting to see this stuff in retrospect. So yeah. it makes it makes things like um, there's a moment in the Myra thirteen chapter where uh, Hijikata is kind of thinking about his past experiences with women, and yeah. uh, essentially, and basically thinks about how. Um, you know, because because you have all that stuff with with Kuriko Matsu, Matsudaira's yeah. daughter, and uh, and what's his face? I don't give a shit what his name was. Bobobo. <laughs> I think me and Josh called him Bobobo. <laughs> um, uh, you know, he's basically observing their relationship, and Hijikata essentially comes to the conclusion that 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 love may not be an illusion, which doesn't mean anything when you watch that episode by itself. But when you get yeah. to when you get to certain arcs later, it that kind of stuff is a lot sadder in retrospect. Yeah. When you see where he's, what actually led him to that conclusion. Yeah. So stuff like that is really interesting to, to see in retrospect. And I think, I think this is one of those chapters as much as there's not, there's not a ton to discuss, but like, it's, it's really interesting to read stuff like this, knowing what comes out of it. Yeah. 
and 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 that's why I, I really like doing the show is because I get to experience chapters like that with that uh, perspective, and it's it's just it's really interesting. But um, I don't did did you have anything else you wanted to say about the chapter? Yeah, I don't. The thing about this chapter is that we're sort of getting to see all of their I don't know their similarities, their differences. I guess you could say their sort of rivalry, but in an entirely comedic context, obviously. Yes, and then. It's interesting to compare to what we know, again, to what we know about them later, how it's sort of, there are a lot more similar, there are a lot more deeper similarities between the two characters that are revealed later. So it's not just at the surface level that we see here, it's both things. And so they just sort of play off of each other. So they sort of manifest, the similarities sort of manifest themselves at different levels. But that's, again, not something that you can realize until later on. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, speaking of similarities and differences, I, I want people to keep that in mind because I, I might bring that up in the life lesson segment because I do have thoughts on those um, concerning the chapter title. But um, yeah, I think other than that, I, I mean, this chapter was just funny. Yeah, just a fun time. I mean, if, if you're if you're reading this or watching this for the first time, uh, that's really about it. But uh, yeah, it was it was it was fine. It was very, it was very standard Gintama comedy. I think. Yeah, it, it didn't really like. Th- this one doesn't like stand out as like my all-time favorite funniest chapter or anything no, but like it was fun not. there's nothing wrong with it agreed yeah okay and um i think unless you have any well oh yeah that's right i also was i i also mentioned in the beginning yeah we're not going to be doing an anime manga comparison segment for this because there's really nothing to talk about with the anime though i did have there was one moment i really enjoyed a bit of a bit of a directorial choice i really enjoyed where um and i think i'll I'll link i'll link my tweet about this in the show notes uh so people can see what i'm talking about because i did screencast some of this stuff but um i really like the little detail of in the beginning where uh we're kind of faced with the first of the parko brothers and uh and his reaction to hijikata uh eating his uh hijikata special Mm -hmm. uh I felt like it, that was a bit funnier in the anime because we get this great shot of like of Hijikata in the Parko brother's eye, um, in, in the reflection of his mm-hmm. pupil, and then he's basically it's just it's just a giant shot of his eye as he's just watching in horror as Hijikata <laughs> eats all that mayonnaise. And uh, what I liked about that scene was that um, I was kind of like looking like looking at it again. I'm kind of surprised how expressive his just just his eyes are because mm-hmm. it's it's r- literally just a shot of his eye but that that's all we need to figure out like what kind of emotions he's expressing like his, his eyes like change shape and form and through uh while going through like different levels of like disgust and it's just it's really interesting to see and i really like that choice in terms of the uh direction yeah um but Honestly, other than that, it's very it's it's almost a carbon copy of the chapter. And yeah. I I don't think we have much to say other than that. No, not really. Okay. Um so anyway, I, I think that about does it for the manga. So if you guys want to uh support the manga, uh the best way you could do it is uh is buying uh buying this this volume if you're you know, if you're interested in uh, in reading this chapter or any of the other uh, manga chapters we covered from this volume in particular so far, uh, or you know, just 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 buy the manga in general. You, you can buy it on uh, from a bunch of different retailers. Um, Viz again has uh, made our job so uh, so much easier nowadays to where we could just um, 
I don't know if you know this, Jess, but uh, Viz does this really cool thing now where you can look up a particular graphic novel that they're selling, mm-hmm. and on that listing, you can th- they'll give you links to a bunch of different retailers such as Amazon, Right Stuff, Books a Million, Barnes oh, Noble, etc. Cool, I didn't know that. No. So you don't have to just buy it from Viz in particular. They, they give you other links to other retailers. So so instead of me putting down, like, you know, a bunch of different links to a bunch of different sites, uh, Viz has already done that for me. So if you have a preferred retailer uh, or if you if you if, if you want to try to find the best deal, essentially, where you could find this particular volume or any of the Gintama manga, you know, basically find where it's the cheapest. Um, definitely want to click the link in the uh, description uh, in the show notes on the website and, uh, it'll take you to the Viz page and, uh, you can start searching from there. Um, so yeah, that'll be in the, uh, that'll be in the show notes. Uh, like I said, uh, Amazon writes stuff, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, just to, just to, uh, name a few retailers. Uh, I prefer to use Amazon, uh, just because I find a lot of used manga on there and that's where I like to buy a lot of my manga. Same. I'm an Amazon person myself. <laughs> Uh, but Right Stuff's also great as well if you're looking for a more anime and manga specific retailer. But, but again, they're they're all good. These are just my preferences. Um, if you if you have uh, if you have one that you like to use, that's that's also great. But anyway, so I guess since we're not doing the uh, anime manga comparison segment, I should also say where you can find the anime too. So you know, if if you want to watch episode, uh, it was episode forty eight. I forgot to mention uh, first half of the episode actually. Um, this I forgot to mention. This was this was kind of a, like a like an A story, mm-hmm. and then the B B side is essentially uh, kick the can, which yeah. um, I think is actually the chapter after this. Is it okay? Yeah. So uh, I know uh, if you if you guys listen to uh, the special I recorded with Josh Dunham and uh, Doctor from the Ask Backwards Anime Podcast, uh, you will remember that uh, this was an episode that Josh really liked. So maybe I'll have him on for this one actually. Um, that ought to be fun. I remember really liking that episode, and I can't wait to read the manga chapter for that. But um, but essentially, yeah, if you want to watch the anime, um, go go to Crunchyroll. Like, I I can't really like, I can't pimp them out any more than I than I I just go go use them. Like, they're they really are a great service. I I I do talk to some Crunchyroll people every now and then. They're really cool people. They have a great social media presence. Um. And uh, just go to Crunchyroll.com. Uh, you can watch all of Gintama on there for free. Like, I, I can't stress that it's enough. You can, it's 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 a pretty sweet deal. And the subscription itself doesn't actually cost that much. How much is it? Like six or eight dollars for the monthly subscription? It's six ninety five okay. a month. Yeah. Uh, so that that's like a dollar or two less than like a Hulu account. Yeah. And Hulu has a lot of other shit too. Like if you're if you're looking for like a, like an anime specific uh, streaming site and you want to watch all the newest stuff, uh, Crunchyroll is really the best way to go. Um, and yeah, like Jess said, uh, the subscription rates start at six ninety five a month, and like you could like you can also read a bunch of manga on there. They got yeah. a lot of dramas too. Um, and if you want to watch stuff like Gintama in HD, um, that's the best way to do that. And you can also you know catch up with like any new simulcasting uh titles and whatnot keep up with the current season um so yeah like it it really is worth it and and, like especially um we talked about at the top of the show but especially please support those uh dvds and blu-rays once they come out you know even even if you're not fans of like an english dub like they'll still have the original on there so 
you know, just just because it's dubbed, uh, please please still support the official release if you if you want to finally own uh, Gintama on DVD, you know, from somebody that isn't Sentai Filmworks. You hear that, <laughs> Sentai? We don't got to worry about you anymore. I don't I don't even care. I don't like your dub anyway. So, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so yeah, please support those when those come out. We we will definitely uh be letting you guys know uh when the release dates for those are. Trust me, we'll we'll keep up with those. Um but yeah, those are all the ways you can support Gintama essentially in a nutshell. But um with that out of the way, we should uh, we should talk about the chapter title. All right. Let's go. This is the Life Lessons segment for Lesson 75. The more you're alike, the more you fight. And, um... I'm kind of wondering how true this chapter title actually is. Because, personally, I mean, um... I I know you're not very familiar with her, Jess, but, uh, uh... Older fans of the podcast might remember, uh... I used to... I used to have my my good friend, uh... Jay helped me host the podcast for a while until... uh, Until she got a life. Um... (laughs) And, um... I can't think of any, like, particular moments. Uh, I I know we used to bicker a lot on the podcast because that's Mm -hmm. just kind of what we do. And, um... Yeah, me, me and her... For, again, for older fans of the podcast, um... You know, we, we, we did kind of bicker a lot, but like, but like, I see, I don't know. I don't know if I really know anyone that like, that I fight with so much that we're similar. I like, do you, do you have any kind of relationship like that at all, Jess? No, I really don't. So what you're saying is that you don't know how true this holds in like real life as opposed to a story like this. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if I've ever had a relationship like that where like, I mean, I've I've had friends that like I used to fight with a lot, but mm-hmm. like uh, those friends, I'm kind of not friends with anymore because those turn out to be pretty toxic relationships, unfortunately. Yeah. But, but um, I I like I don't know how true this is because I don't have any. I don't know if I really have any experience with this kind of stuff. Like I feel like. I guess maybe it's kind of. I mean, it's it's definite. It definitely makes sense. Kind well. Well, actually, here, this this is what I wanted to get to with this segment, because I actually was kind of thinking, as I was kind of thinking about the chapter title, the more I thought about it, and the more I thought about how applicable this is to real life, like, I started thinking, like, are, are Gin and Hijikata really that similar? I mean, I know they have, like, similarities here and there, but I feel mm-hmm. like, um, as far as the beginning of the series, even as far back as, like, their first duel on top of the roof after Gin fights Kondo... I think it's pretty explicitly clear that, like, Gin and Hijikata are both very different, especially when it comes to their ideologies of what makes a samurai. Yes, I agree. Because Hijikata is uh, is pretty much a, a, str- a strickler of the rules, and, like, mm-hmm. he, he very much believes in, in the code of the Shinsugumi that gets introduced later, and that in order to become, you know... The, the samurai that you have to abide by those rules mm-hmm. and that you know if you if you don't follow those it's it's seppuku for you um and then uh we got gintoki who's basically the foil to hijikata where gintoki is just like i just do whatever i want and i just i just live life the way i want to 
I agree. But I think a lot of the point of calling them alike would be that foils have to have a lot of points of similarity, I think, for them to work, for those differences to really be able to play off of each other effectively, I think. Mm-hmm. Would you say, would you agree with that? I think I'd agree. Like, I guess it, it'd be, uh, I'd be lying if I said they didn't have, if, if, if I said they didn't have any similarities. Like, I think this was sort of explored back in, uh, back during the, the haunted Shinsengumi little mini arc in the mm-hmm. longer or whatnot. Yes. Where, that's one of my favorite early ones. Yeah. That's a, that's a good episode. Um, where like, Basically, we're we're in, we're kind of it. Well, it was kind of introduced beforehand, but like it's a it's one of those earlier chapters where we see kind of like just and especially um, in this chapter we're covering too. Like up to this point in the manga, I think it's safe to assume that um, they're both very petty, like super super petty. Like they both always want to one up each other. Definitely. <laughs> like they 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 both have their pride and I think that's a that's a very big similarity when it comes to their interactions. Um and I think I mean they've they've had a few things here and there like I think uh I mean it's it's not as exploited with Hijikata as it is Gin, but I think it's safe to assume from the haunted Shinsengumi chapters that um that Hijikata is also like just as much afraid of ghost as uh, as Gin is. Oh definitely, yeah. Though, though with Gin, that that's definitely exploited more with Gin as a running gag. But still. yes, um, so they do kind of have those going for them. But at the same time, like I feel like I'm not sure if I really agree with the chapter title, just especially like in terms of this chapter, just because I feel like just just kind of thinking about where their relationship goes and thinking about their future interactions. I I still feel like. I still feel like they're they're a lot more different than they are alike, but that's just my opinion. No, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from on that. I I don't think that they're as similar as many people make them out to be. Which is funny because like because um, I think th- there's that whole thing where Sirachi at first wanted to make Gintama about the Shinzagumi, and Hichikata was going to be essentially the main character. Yes, yes. And uh, I, I think he also had, like, sketches of Gin. Well, essentially, Hichikata, I think, at first had Gin's character design. Like, he had the, the curly, wavy, silver hair and everything, but just had the Shinsugumi uniform on. So, it's kind of it's kind of funny, like, thinking about that kind of developmental stuff yeah. on, on the production side of the manga, where... They they kind of were the same person at one point. Like yeah. it's it's real it's really funny to think about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think that it's actually interesting to look at that from a storytelling standpoint as well, because I think that they have rather similar backgrounds, but it's the way that they have reacted to those backgrounds that that's we have true, that yes. the differences come out. And so that's that's what that's why their being alike is actually sort of important, even though it's not as strong as one would initi- one might initially assume. Yeah, I I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, they without getting into too much. Yeah, they yeah. <laughs> they really do they really do sort of come from the same cloth almost. Um, and yeah, and, and like you said, it's it's the way they handle their um basically their baggage. That kind of also that, that that I think also that's what makes them different too. Yeah. Um, but also one and the same. It's it's really weird now that I think about it. They are kind of alike, but they're also very different at the same time. Yeah, that's what makes a good foil. I think so. Which is why they function so well. 
I think I can agree with that. I think that's what makes some very interesting characters to see interact with each other. So I, I guess from, from a story standpoint, as, as far as Gintama goes, um, I think, yeah, this chapter title does make sense, but I'm not sure. Again, I don't have, I don't, I don't have any friends like this in real life. And mm-hmm. I don't, I, I've never had that personal experience where like, I, I mean, again, I, I have my friends that I bicker with all mm-hmm. the time and all that. That's just kind of normal, but I don't know if, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, me and Jay in particular, I mean, I don't know if I'm, if I have to come up with a few similarities off the top of my head. Uh, we both have curly hair. <laughs> uh, our personalities are both very different though. Um, She's a little more. She's a lot more spontaneous. Whereas I'm like cautious as fuck, and I overthink everything. Same. <laughs> so I mean, like, yeah, I, I think in terms of, well, well, I guess there's also that thing where like we want to one up each other, but we're we're more like it's not really a pride thing so much as it is we just like being smart asses. But um, yeah, I really other than that, I'm not sure if I personally relate to this chapter title. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. Do Do you relate to this at all? I can't think of any like examples with me. I mean, I do have. I do know some people who are quite similar and get into arguments frequently, but it's not. It's not like the predominant feature of the relationship at all. No. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. Um. I don't know. Do you Do you have anything else to say about the chapter title, or do you think that's about it? No, I think that's about it. Like, I think yeah. it's it's easier to talk about how similar or different Ginehijikata are talking about talking in detail more about future events. I think that that comes out more later on than it does right now. If that makes sense, especially with like the final arc of the anime, I think that that's quite significant, but that's very spoilery, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, yeah, I agree. This is one of those things that's not very apparent right now. Again, we're kind of getting the beginnings of that almost. And it's definitely going to be a, like an ongoing uh, dynamic, I guess, throughout the series. And uh, again, until it like comes to a head. But uh, anyway, yeah, I, I think the chapter title makes sense. Yeah, it's just page one, pretty much. I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, but anyway, so if you guys have any thoughts on this chapter title in particular, I'd, I'd actually like to see if people have thoughts on this kind of stuff. See if see if maybe if maybe any of you guys have any relationships like this. Uh, you'd like to delve deeper into that kind of stuff. You know, if you if you have any thoughts on this chapter title, how it relates to you, or how you think it relates to the manga, h- however uh, self explanatory it may be, uh, or unfortunately a lot of those. Um, or if you know, if you have any thoughts on any like past chapter titles, any future chapter titles, even that we haven't covered yet, um, please email us at gentolifelessons at gmail dot com. We'd really like to hear your thoughts on what you'd have to say about some of this stuff. So, um, I think with that out of the way, uh, let's go on to the next thing. And that was the episode. Um, 
I hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, we covered chapter 75 of the manga. The more you're alike, the more you fight. And we even had a pretty thoughtful life lesson segment on the chapter title. I honestly think that was probably the best part of the episode. But um, yeah, that was that was really about it. Um, pretty short episode, actually. So um, I guess thank you, Jess, for coming on. I really appreciated having you on. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. And um, hopefully we can uh, hopefully we can have you on again because you're you're definitely welcome anytime. Absolutely. Uh, I, I always I always enjoy your insights on Gintama as a whole, especially when you point out all of the parallels that for some reason I miss, <laughs> and I always I always hate myself afterwards because I'm like, man, I don't know why I didn't see that. I feel really dumb. <laughs> so uh, finding all the parallels is a part time job for me at this point. I guess you could say it's my hobby. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're always really interesting when, when you do find them. They kind of help me appreciate the series a lot more than usual. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so I guess uh, what else is there left to do? But uh, let's, 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 let's go ahead and plug some of your stuff. Uh, so where, where can the good people find you? All right. Well, pretty much I have a YouTube channel and it's called Just Reviews. I know it's such an, ori- such an original name, but <laughs> um, basically I am... Um, Whatever anime series or manga series that I happen to be watching or reading at the moment, I do um, mostly reviews as I go through these series from the beginning. At the moment, I am reading or watching, depending on the series, Legend of the Black of Heroes, uh-huh. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Ooh. One Piece, and Tokyo Ghoul. Those are the four main projects at the moment. Occasionally, I'll do some stuff for stuff that is airing se- airing seasonally, like. Rezero recently, or Mob Psycho, which I plan on doing eventually, because Mob Psycho was great. But, um, that sort of thing. There you go. And, uh, you do have a Twitter as well. I do have a Twitter. That would be Jess underscore reviews. <laughs> so, um, Twitter's fun. So, yeah, there you go. Everybody, please go follow Jess, because I, I actively enjoy a lot of her stuff, especially, especially her Gintama stuff, so... And I always like discussing things with Jess on Twitter as well, so please follow her. Um, I would like to highlight, uh, you know, if you're a little more caught up on the manga and you're uh, you're tired of listening to me talk about old stuff that doesn't matter at all, go listen to or watch uh, Jess's recent review of the uh, of the Rockio arc. It's a bit long, but I mean, if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, you, you're used to long things, so it, it shouldn't matter. Um, go go listen to the Rockio arc. I know. Uh, uh, back back when the back when that arc was running in the manga, I uh, uh, part of the reason I used to do my like my chapter reviews earlier on in the year uh, was mostly because I I had seen a lot of negative uh, feedback on the arc. Most of it I felt honestly, in my personal opinion, was a little unwarranted at some points. Um, very very divisive arc amongst the fan base. Um, and I really think that Jess does a very good job of kind of discussing the arc as a whole and kind of bringing a lot of ideas that might, that might kind of seem pretty, like, separate and singular at the time. Uh, does a really good job of kind of bringing them together and discusses why, uh, what they have to do with each other, how everything is connected, and why they're so important to not just the arc, but kind of the, kind of the bigger picture and the bigger story overall. And hell, even uh, they like her reviews even kind of helped me kind of understand the arc a little bit because you know, like I like the arc just fine, but even at some points I was kind of like, I don't know what this has to do with this. I don't. I, 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 even I kind of had my moments of uh, confusion during the arc, but uh, 
everybody go uh, listen or watch that. And um, I guess the only other thing I I, I kind of want to talk about because I was sort of involved. I I probably mentioned this like in passing on the show a little while ago, but uh, yeah, it's kind of old at this point. But I don't care if you're interested. Uh, Jess invited me and uh, Doctor from the Ask Backwards Anime Podcast and Justin Kintama Podcast, amongst uh, other people like Recon and uh, Donna on Twitter, Umi, however she wants to be named. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, we all kind of got together to uh, at first discuss uh, kind of the beginnings of the final arc, but we also kind of ended up doing a lot of discussion on, on the Rock Hill arc as a whole and how we kind of felt about that going uh, through it week to week. Uh, that was really fun. It went on for a really long time, but it was... It Until was, maybe three in the morning, something like that. <laughs> maybe something like that. Some of us have jobs, apparently. Um, <laughs> and it, it was really fun. Like, I actually wouldn't mind doing uh, something like that again whenever we can get the chance to do that. Definitely going to have to maybe have, like, an end of uh, end of the series discussion or something. I would, oh, completely. I would, I would totally be up for that. It will happen. I will uh, I'll definitely leave links to those two things in particular in the show notes, as well as um, leaving a link to Jess's uh, uh, YouTube channel, because uh, I really do think everybody should uh, should go follow her. Jess is pretty awesome, in my opinion. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, I- I- enough of Jess's stuff. This this is all. It's, it's time for my stuff. So uh, <laughs> pull out Kane. Uh, you can. Uh, you know, if you want to listen to any of the other shows I I record and produce, um, just to kind of name them really quickly, uh, there's Heavenly Kings. That's the Heavenly Kings podcast. I talk about Toriko on that show with uh, Beaky and Foxy. Uh, you can find that at heavenlykings.wordpress.com. If for some reason you miss Doctor and you don't think I have him on the show enough already, uh, and you like Case Closed, Detective Conan, whatever the hell that thing's called, uh, you can uh, you can go listen to One Podcast Reveals at onepodcastreveals.wordpress.com. Last but not least, there's also Manga Mavericks. Uh, I talk to uh, my good friend Sid uh, over on uh, allcomic.com about, uh, about manga in general, whatever's happening in the industry, whatever we happen to be reading at the time. And uh, you can find that over at all-comic.com. Com. We record and re- uh, produce that show uh, once every two weeks, so it's a bi-weekly podcast if you're interested in listening to that. And I think that's about it for all my other shows. Uh, but as for the podcast in particular, uh, you could visit our website at gintalifelessons.wordpress.com, or you can listen to us on Stitcher or the Stitcher Smart Radio app. You can also listen to us on Player FM if you so choose. Um, you can follow us on Facebook.com, Twitter.com, or YouTube.com slash GintamangaCast. That's G-I-N-T-A-M-A-N-G-A-C-A-S-T, GintamangaCast. You can also uh, email us anything about Gintama or, you know, anything about Gintama, about the podcast. Uh, if you like having uh, Jess on the show, you can let us know how much you like her over at uh, GintaLifeLessons at gmail.com. Uh, you can also leave us feedback on our occasional threads in the Gintama subreddit over at uh, reddit.com slash r slash Gintama. But the most important thing is that you subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. You probably won't, but that's fine. Uh, there's there's no rush. Uh, you can get to it whenever you want. Um, but it would really help us uh, kind of expose the show a little bit more on iTunes, because apparently that's how iTunes works. Boy, I'm out of breath. Um... Uh, I guess that's about it for this episode. Again, thank you, Jess, for coming on the show. And uh, we will see you guys next time on episode 52 of Life Lessons the Kintama Manga Cast. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.
Oh my god, I did a lot of talking. Okay. <laughs>